and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of whatever this is. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to throw the ball into, into your side of the court. Okay. okay. What, what, what comes to mind first? And, and, uh, we have not rehearsed this, right? No, right? we have not. We have not. I, I, I assume it has nothing to do with the number 300. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's not the first thing that comes into my mind. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Then what is it? <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know what you're referencing. You, what comes into your mind? When- oh, you, you didn't see. Now, the, we've got a number. We, if you were doing over and under on just how many documents, it would be reported oh, yeah. that Donald Trump yeah. had absconded with down to Florida after uh, leaving the White House. Uh, that regardless of whether they're classified, unclassified, comic books, love letters from Kim Jong-un, weather maps that he drew an extra little circle on, all that shit, it's, and of course, I'm not counting those, but it's over 300 important documents as reported by the New York Times. And I know what you're saying. Oh, the New York Times, huh? Right. You always say that, right? When when it's there. That's you always me. cut it down by saying that. Which is a weird thing for a subscriber to the New York Times to say, but I still say it. It's very Yeah, odd. yeah. You still say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, look, look. Every day, it doesn't get better for Trump. It gets worse for him. Or, as I like to say, it gets better for the world when it gets worse for Trump, unless you're of the belief of we have to let this guy go or bad things are going to happen. And I know there is a body of thought out there, apparently by some people, that the best thing we can do is just let it go. It's in the past. we got to move on. We can't litigate what happened. We can't change it. No. According, wait a minute. According to this narrative, what are we avoiding by letting him not be prosecuted? What What is it that we are... We're avoiding, we're avoiding civil war. We're right. avoiding blood in the streets. We're avoiding the assassination okay. of political. We are, we are, that's the only way to do it. The only way to do it is to let Donald Trump walk, skate, and run for office again, unindicted, untouched, and the free market of elections, which are rigged, apparently. But not in the no. I mean, it it's so stupid. I we should just say we are now officially past the. And uh, if it was one of those VU meters that you, you'd have on your on oh, your yeah. stereo or on your your uh, control board, and it was uh, right there in the middle, it's way over to the uh, right side. The right side being, you have to go forward and use all of the tools of law enforcement to go through everything that any citizen would be subject to had they jeopardized the national security of the United States by smuggling documents that are top secret and have to do with the security of the United States. The meter is way over to the right side. Now, there is no let them go, let them walk. We will not be intimidated by these people. And you know what? 
good proof on this is they convicted these two idiots in Michigan uh, yeah. earlier today, finally, in what I know, Britt, you and your cohorts called the Michigan governor kidnapping hoax. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Remember, they were calling they were calling it a hoax. Right. This is what's going on. And But you know what? The wheels of justice turn very, very slowly. A couple of the people got acquitted back in April. And that was it. Oh, boy. Ho, ho. Oh, that's proof it was a fake. It was not a fake. It was not a fake. It was not a fake. I want to go back to what you said. So the if Merrick Garland held a press conference and goes, we will not continue our prosecution of former President Trump if you proud boys promise not to shoot up the country. Yes. Can, we'll call it even. That's 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 what needs to happen. Is that what we're is, is that yeah. what, what we're down to? That's it. I mean, we got him dead to rights. There's no question they did. I mean, two documents would have been way too many, but now we're up to hundreds, plural. But if you guys will just please put down your AKs and promise not to shoot us up and foment civil war, we'll let him skate. We'll let him go up to betting field, hang out with the Saudis, and have all the golf tournaments he wants. Britt, what you're describing is the United States as a narco state Pretty much. where the the drug cartel runs the country, where all the politicians are basically just enthralled and, and uh, beholden to the drug cartel. The drug cartel, in this case, is a political drug cartel known as Trumpism. And uh, just give into it now. Or it will swallow you up and it will kill you. It will destroy you. That's just too stupid to talk about. We're not doing really this. We're the United fucking States of America. So much for this, uh, you know, the most important thing is national defense so that soldiers can't land on our shores and, and take over our country. Or the Russians will beat us in, in a war. The Ch No. There is a book, and I was it Alan Drury, The Enemy Within. It's I a very famous right. book, right? Um, I mean, Pogo. We are what is it? We are the enemy. We are whatever that was. You know what I'm saying? We have seen the enemy, and it is us. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and um, you know, this is one of those. It would be the all-time stupidest question to ask someone. But uh, I'll ask it of myself. Hey, Brad, did you ever imagine 10 years ago that wacky apprentice show host Donald Trump would a few years later get elected, then lead a revolt against the government of the United States to uh, not only overturn the election, but destroy democracy himself? Brad, did you ever think that 10 years ago? Of course not. No, no one thinks that. OK, this is this is equivalent to. Do you really think that an asteroid is about to hit, you know, the world and uh, send us back to the age of the dinosaurs? No, I didn't think of that one. was wasn't in my uh, in my playbook. Was not on my bingo card. Um, but no, we're not going to give it. And and you know, every move that the Trump people and the Trump lawyers. Yes, it was that idiot, that idiot lawyer, Christina Bob, who's credentials were they plucked her from the highly prestigious journalistic position at the one america news network yeah 
Um, she, she she was hot and she was on One America, so that's how she became Donald Trump's lawyer. Britt, I want Britt, she is semi hot at best. Okay, okay. How dare you? Just no, no. Um, but she is the one that signed the letter to tell the feds that well, we gave you everything. Yep, it's all it's all done. We're clean. It's all done. So her law career is essentially over if there was a law career because there's only two ways out for her, right? Either she knowingly lied or she, of course, had a responsibility if her client, the president, said to her, uh, just write a letter and sign it that we gave him everything. Yeah, neither option and works there. Neither neither it, one is good. N- neither one of those works. So you're yeah. about to be disbarred, right? And go to get jail. Around to it. Okay, uh, you'll you're, never. You're, you're going to go to jail. I mean, whether if it, if it's in if it's gross incompetence or if it's lying, either way, it doesn't matter because yeah. you you don't lie to the FBI. You just don't. They they really take that personally. Remember, remember what they said. When the FBI asks you a question, they already know the answer. Yeah, you don't lie to the FBI. You yeah. just don't. How many T-shirts do we have that actually say that? Do not lie to the FBI. It's you a great one. You can't do it. It's it, it's one of my favorites. All right, uh, here's some categories today. Ready? Uh, student debt, mm-hmm. death to the Confederacy. Oh boy! Banning books that don't exist yet. Um. It's a Colorado Rocky Mountain party switcher. <clears throat> nice. And uh, oh, those are the those are the top ones I've got here. So let's, let's do, do the uh, let's do the Confederacy first. Uh-huh. Death uh-huh. to the Confederacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. It's uh, let's see. What is this town? Enfield, North Carolina. Hello. Hello. Right. Uh, Enfield is about, uh, what, 70 miles northeast of Raleigh, if you can uh, picture that in your mind, 2,300 people. The uh, Board of Commissioners voted 4-1 to one to remove a Confederate statue back on August 15th, according to the Enfield Daily Herald. And uh, over the weekend, we're catching up, we're a couple days late here, but that's all right. On Sunday, uh, online, they... They streamed it. A bulldozer pushed down their Confederate monument. Wow. The mayor of Enfield's name is Mondale Robinson. Mondale. Now, we have a Mandela, right, running for uh, governor in Wisconsin. No, he's running for senator against Ron Johnson, right? We have a Mandela. And we have a Mondale um, here in, uh, in Enfield, North Carolina as a mayor he went on facebook he live streamed he says yes sirs death to the confederacy not in my town not on my watch god damn it that's leadership brit that's he's saying it as it for, is furthermore he also says he was saving the town some money and ha- instead of having it taken down another way he was doing it himself right so town, and, and, town resources didn't have to be dedicated to it and, and here's why this is so Right. And I understand it's needlessly provocative. Okay. You should have just asked the Confederate statue to book an Airbnb, um, you know, at the bottom of the sea or something like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Robinson, Mayor Robinson says, we voted for it to be gone. It is gone. It is a dead statue to a dead idea, the Confederacy. What once was can now be more space for people to do yoga, workout, or anything else <laughs> to come except come here and worship the Confederate flag or the Confederacy. Oh, fuck. This is just woke on steroids, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I just love it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the, but it's the history of, of these statues, which you know well, and it's associated with almost every one of them. This was dedicated in 1928, uh, and it's in the UNC Chapel Hill database, so we're not making this up. It's 10 feet high. It's a marble statue. It bears a Confederate flag carved into the marble of the center column and was built as a memorial at that time to Confederate and World War I soldiers. So they were kind of covering their bases there, right? Yeah. It's and the then World, like, World War I. But it's also yeah. the Confederate soldiers. But they uh, added various inscriptions over the years, and, of course, they added the World War II, the Korean, Vietnam War, and Persian Gulf War veterans uh, to the statue. But despite its various inscriptions... The initial purpose was to honor Confederate soldiers, which Enfield, North Carolina, a little tiny town that if you didn't know better, you would think, Britt, isn't that part of red North Carolina way outside of You would of think Raleigh? it's, a, it's you very would rural. Yes, extremely this rural. This is not a monument for all veterans. It was put up in 28. None of those wars had been fought when the statue was put up. Well, that's factually incorrect, of course. The World War I was over in, uh, what, 1919, I think, in 1918. Yeah. Uh, that statue was built for the Confederates, and that's why it was engraved on the front of it. There's not a plaque attached to it about the Confederacy, but the main purpose was to honor the soldiers who fought on the side of slavery. So I'm surprised that this story has not gotten uh, more national attention. But then on the other hand, considering what is going on in the world, you could make a very good case that. This really does not affect uh, people's way of life, their ability to educate their kids, get a job, uh, whip inflation now, and all the other things that we are worried about. I mean, I get that. But meanwhile, the State Bureau of Investigation is now investigating whether it should have been taken down or not. That's the update to the story. The SBI now on scene. There's crime tape, the crime tape around the entire thing that he took down, and now we have to see whether this guy's going to be in trouble ah. taking this thing down. Yeah, that's the... Oh, you know what? I hope so, because because that'll uh, yeah that that'll kind of crystallize. You know, I I can't imagine that they're going to go after him for this. Well, the SBI has already dedicated some resources to it. Yeah. Well, no, I understand. So what what is I, I'm sure, and I'm I'm just guessing because I think this is true. When you've seen the backflips that have been done and the careful. Um, procedures that involve the removal of the silent Sam statue at UNC and a few other ones where, you know, there's agony for months and months and years and years. And what will we do with it? Where will it go? We need to do this in the middle of the night so that uh, there won't be uh, people around to, to uh, make a fuss of it. And uh, here, none of that shit (laughs) blow the sucker up. It's done. It's gone, and funny. I'm sure they're going to say that, that that violated the state law against uh, you know the the removal of property or or it was vandalism or I'm sure they're going you know they're going to try to get the guy on a technicality and th- that could happen. Um, 
And by the way, Britt, I would fully support that. No, oh, no. Hey, if you're you're a law and order guy when it comes to Trump, you got to be a law and order guy to support exactly. this, Brad. Exactly. Because, you know, if, if you allow this guy to blow up a Confederate statue, what's next? What's sure. next? Sure. First they came for the Confederate statues, then they came for me kind of thing. Well, uh, honestly. And, and it, I love the story. I just love the story. It is a great story, and it goes back to the – hey. The people who are making, hey, if you just remove history, people just won't, they won't remember anything. They won't know anything about our history or anything, which is, it's true. You know what? <laughs> if that ever was true, which of course it wasn't, now it's even less true because we have the revival of the Confederate idea yeah. in this country. Uh, you know, Alex Jones, Donald Trump, Trumpism, the Republican Party is, in fact, the living embodiment of ideas that you could argue originated with the fight over slavery and then the civil war and the aftermath of the civil war and the vicious racism that has infected this country ever since then it has receded at certain times it has been legislatively rolled back at certain times Folks have gotten their rights at certain times, but they're all under assault now. Everything is open for discussion now, isn't it, Britt? I, I have no idea. I have no idea who Adolf Hitler is because there's no statues of him. If we would build a couple of statues, I would know who that was. I have no idea who Mussolini was. There's no statues around of Mussolini. We needed to put those up so we'll know who those people are. That, who that is Mussolini person? Now, his first name was Moose. Moose. His last name was Mussolini, right? Yeah, yeah, Moose. He was a halfback at Harvard back there in the 40s, and everybody worshipped him. Moose was the greatest. They'd chant, Moose, when he get the ball. But no, there's yeah. no statues of him, so I don't understand who he is. I don't know who he is at all. Right. And a little bit more proof of the overall thesis that not only did the Civil War not end, except militarily, it's continued ever since then, but the... The, the very ideas of white supremacy that were expressed through slavery, which we don't have official slavery anymore, but everything else has, has continued on. And now the, the, the broad discussion, the broad um, description of why do Trump voters support him so much? What drives it? And one of the you know, five or six is fear. Fear, because, you know, in the year 2050, America will become a minority majority country. White people won't be 50 percent of the country anymore. And then everything's over. It's just it's just done. OK, when when the percentage of the U.S. population goes from 53 percent to, you know, 49.6 percent five years later, that's it. All the white people are going to get rounded up and kicked out of the country. And they're fearful of that. And Donald Trump is here to let you know that, well, see, he can't stop that from happening. No. See, because, no, you know, people just kind of, you know, they do that and then there are more people. And then, okay. Yeah. So at least we can stop immigration. Immigration is one way to stop people who don't look like us from coming into the sure. So, that, sure. That's the explanation. Except like Donald right Trump's buddies, they need like immigrants to run like meatpacking plants and like large 
like not that badly. <laughs> not bad enough for it. You know what? That was a great argument years ago, but obviously that doesn't hold water no, anymore. No, there's tons of Americans doing those jobs now. I was completely wrong about that. And, 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 and by nobody's, the way, yeah. right, but nobody's working. We, we, we can't fill the jobs. That's the other one. That's the other one. The who would do the jobs. These brown people are stealing all of our jobs. Unemployment rate's like the lowest it's been in 50 years. But they're not here. It's just the wildest thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Now, related to all this, I love this story. Uh, Bonner's Ferry, Idaho. Hello. God, Hello. I no idea where that is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's in Idaho. We don't care. A group of conservative Christians have inundated the staff and the board of the public library there with complaints about books they do not want to see on the shelves. 400 titles. And, of course, these are the books about young adults with LGBTQ characters, and there's sex in them and all those other things, or books that involve the occult. Guess what? 400 books on the list, and none of them are in the library. None of them are even there. This but is they the could best. have been. They could have been, this, and they should have this been. Is pre- wait, this is preemptive banning of books. Yeah. And they were pissed that the library was about to join the American Library Association, which is, you know, you don't know what that is, but you know, it's the American Library Association. <laughs> and this is it. This is what we're talking about. You, t- don't, you, what, you don't have time to do anything else, people. I'm also God. looking at I'm looking at this story from Texas where they banned the Bible from some libraries and classrooms. Because I don't know if you know it, but the, the Bible itself, particularly that Old Testament, a lot of murder, a lot of violence, a lot of sex and rape and stuff. I don't know if you know that or not. Doesn't matter. You know that. It doesn't matter. I think, but I think it's a great, I think it's great of like, hey, you guys want to talk about banning stuff because of sex and violence? All right, we'll just go there. If you, if you, we're going to do that, let's talk about that. Yeah. Because I, I think they're, they're banning the Bible and the diary of Anne Frank at the same time. Right. That right. The, that that was the story. And the bluest eye and some other, there are some other books that they're also banning over in the, it's, this is in Texas. You know, I don't know why they're banning that book you know the uh, why don't they just call it the Anne frank hoax i think i think the 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 trump people were offended because in the bible the slaves actually get free they didn't they didn't like that they didn't like that part (laughs) and and at the end they're freed and they all got obama phones (laughs) was that an exodus holy shit moses was handing an obama phone by the way those obama phones they have been provided by Consumer Cellular. You know, Consumer Cellular, a lot cheaper, and you're on the same great network that Verizon runs. God, I, I can't wait to see Jeopardy. Uh, was it Moses was like, I'm not going to go to the promised land with you, but here, call me from there with this Obama phone from Consumer Cellular. Give me a call. Let me know what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good shit all right Uh, here you go uh the colorado rocky mountain party switcher i won't sing it like john denver again john denver is dead i wish i was dead yeah or or 
the wonderful, wonderful revolving world of student debt. Let's do, uh, let's go Rocky Mountain Way there with the big story. Uh, okay. We have a Democrat in Colorado. He used to be a Republican. His name is Kevin Priola, but he just switched parties over the weekend. Uh, the Democrats were 20 to 15 in the state Senate in Colorado. Now they're 21 to 14 because Kevin went over from the red team to the blue team. And uh, he wrote himself a nice letter to the uh, Denver Post and said in public two reasons. Widespread support in the party for Trump's claims of a stolen election and Republican opposition to fighting climate change. Other than that, he probably would have stayed Republican, right? But those right. two, there is too much at stake right now for the Republicans to be in charge. Simply put, we need Democrats in charge. And he was considered a moderate. Um, and, and I guess you can't assume that you're ever going to get any of the true Trumpers to admit to things like this. Right. You're going to have to get the moderates who are going along to get along. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to get the, those people who uh, are, are fairly silent about Trump, but they they want to keep their job. So they've they've done what they've had to do. And you know, Colorado has been a, a trending blue state anyway. You can see if the uh, if the state Senate was was, uh, you know, uh, 24 to 14 or it's not 21 to 14, it was 20 to 15. So it was a fairly blue state anyway. So, yeah, but what, this one, is, you can always examine these people that do this and go, well, oh, this is what it took. You fi- this finally hit you. Well, tr- Trump's been fucking lying about the election for a year and a half. And, and now you're switching. Yeah. Uh, and and, and you know, climate denial has been a, a tenant of the Republican Party now going going all the way back to Reagan. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Even though, of course, remember during Reagan, oh, he's a conservative. He has a ranch out there. He loves the outdoors. He loves to clear brush. He's not against the environment. Right. Those were well known. Uh, they, they would stage those photo ops with him on the horse and shit like that. They, they did the same thing for Bush, and Bush was like clearing brush on his ranch as well. Um. See what he says here. He wrote, "I cannot continue to be part of a political party that's okay." with a violent attempt to overturn a free and fair election and continues to peddle claims that the 2020 election was stolen. See, I cannot continue to be a part of, see, and we can nitpick this guy. We don't know him. We don't live in Colorado. We'll give a shit. What drives all of us crazy is you did continue to be that way leading up to the election, right after the election, during the lame duck period, when, when, Trump went silent and was plotting and scheming, as we're learned, as we've learned. And then for the last year and a half here, um, I don't want to say it's too little, too late. It's never, never too late to look for forgiveness, right? To ask oh, yeah, for forgiveness. Yeah, sure. But you know, this is this is painful. This is slow, but you know, good for him. Good for him. Um, in response. The head of the Republicans in the uh, Colorado Senate, so he would be the minority leader of the Colorado Senate, a Republican, his name is John Cook. 
He says he knows of no lawmaker who supports what happened at the Capitol. And we've, quote, had climate change ever since the earth was formed and essentially bid him good riddance. In a potentially ominous sign for uh, Mr. Priola, Mr. Cook, that's the Senate Minority Leader, added that the new Democrats' constituents, quote, may explore their options for new representation, suggesting he's on board with demands that Priola be recalled. Another line from his letter, I haven't changed much in 30 years, but my party has. There is just nothing more hilarious than uh, I didn't leave the Republican Party. The Republican Party left me. And variations of it. There's another one again. Um, so, no. since you since you mentioned the insurrection, and then you mentioned the the Senator Johnson earlier, the the story yesterday from him was, yeah, I was involved in planning the insurrection, but it was only for like a couple of seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> A very unfortunate interview that's making the rounds of Senator Johnson and uh, the poll, the polling on him in Wisconsin is not that great. Oh, he's he's down several points to uh, 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 Mandela. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, um, he's the lieutenant governor, I think, of the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's 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 a, he is a somebody. Uh, by the way, the Lee Harvey Oswald defense, had he lived. Uh, after he would plead not guilty to assassinating John F. Kennedy was, I was only involved in the assassination for about four seconds. That's always, Uh, when somebody is dead guilty, they'll always count words or count seconds. They'll always do that. Uh, You remember that great, when we had Michael Savage, when when he was our nighttime show on WZTK, and he had a thing where he went off on autistic kids or something. And the defense from the talk radio network, well, it, it was... 68 words, 68 words was what, you know, that was, that was like their ultimate defense that Michael Savage had said. Are you really going to make a big deal out of 68 words? Well, as, as lame as that is, in the case of Michael Savage, it at least uh, was better than them trying to play the, let's not judge a man by his worst moment. Because, of course, Michael Savage had thousands of them. worse of terrible moments. It's hard to pick a bottom. Right, right. So so that would have been uh, an unfair and a, a useless defense of him. You can end Look. a marriage in four words. I fucked your sister. That's it. That's just, it's just four words. Are you going to go to court and go, Your Honor, I can't believe she's asking for a divorce. It's just four words. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it every time. Yeah. Um. Pathetic. It was just a few seconds, really, that I was in the, uh, helping to, to. Now that would be honestly, that would be one of the sweetest plums this fall if Ron Johnson lost his seat. That would be, to me, proof of evidence of God and the universe, karma, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, what are the chances? The Dennis Rodman can get Brittany Griner out of Russia. What yeah, I'm I'm really tired of, of him being Secretary of State, you know, because he did such wonders in fucking North Korea. Uh, what is the deal that he's trying to do here, and how can we stop it? <laughs> well, you can't make it any worse. I don't know. Things can always be worse in Russia. Well, you think they're going to add another ten years to her sentence because Dennis Rodman? Or oops, up? oops, she disappeared. We don't know where she is. I don't know what happened. No, that, 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 that's not going to happen because of Rodman being there. 
Uh, let me let me look at the uh, uh, official story here. Uh, it's ridiculous that like he does this, and uh, it's just fucking pathetic. Yeah. I don't know why he thinks that he's going to make anything better. What is it? It, it? It's a basketball related issue. Is he now? He's now the new commissioner of basketball. This guy. State Department makes clear stance on yeah. Dennis Rodman's Russia travel. Uh, Ned Price of the State Department, he's their spokesman, said this. Well, we've seen it only through the media. Dennis Rodman has said he does intend to travel to Russia. I want to be clear. He's not traveling on behalf of the U.S. government. That's all they're, they're going to say. That's all they're going to say. They've had some successes with stuff like that. I mean, you know, Jesse Jackson was able to get some of those guys who were prisoners out of something back in, what was it, 99 or something like that. That's happened before. Well, but, but... Well, but, but say what you want about Jesse Jackson. And I know you, you have many, many times. I've had this I have. I have. But, but uh, in, in terms of uh, worldwide stature as uh, someone who might be a legitimate broker in a case like that, He's light years ahead of Dennis Rodman. Oh, Just I don't saying. know. I think I think Just, they're they're yeah, practically here, the same thing. Here's the other issue. Here's the other issue. Dennis Rodman has been known to uh, imbibe in how shall we uh, say it, the ganja weed <laughs> well, and other substances in his life. What has Brittany Griner been railroaded for in Russia? It's like hash right, oil, teeny, right? Uh, right, a tiny, tiny amount. So. And I'm not a big Dennis Rodman fan, but I don't want to see something bad happen to him going over there. Dennis, let someone else pack your suitcase that you trust a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't, just, I don't feel like Putin is as enamored with, with uh, celebrity as Kim right Jong-un is. I don't think he really gives a shit. You know, if you wanted to send him Scarlett Johansson, you probably could get your picture taken. He'd get a t- picture taken with her, but I don't think he gives a shit about that. Well, Rod, well, especially now, Britt, because he is in mourning. He's in deep mourning because yeah, uh, that, that, that woman got, got blowed up. And I guess the, it turns out that the truth is that yeah. her father, that guy, you know, the Rasputin guy, yeah, he's never actually met Putin. They've never actually met each other. So hmm. the first version of the story, oh, he was... Uh, uh, Putin's brain. I think I even said it. Yeah. On on Monday. Oh yeah, he's the Karl Rove. No, no, no. But it made for a great story. But nevertheless, uh, you know, Putin, who doesn't need a pretext to commit war crimes, you know, is he going to ratchet up? What is he going to go after civilians next? In you? Oh, he already does. Yeah, that. he's done you know, that. What what, yeah. what is he going to do? Yeah. Um, so it's uh, it's a it's 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 a bad scene. So it's Dennis Rodman, uh, Dennis Rodman in the middle of all this. Uh, it's probably not very helpful. It's, it's no, it's not very helpful at all. I mean, it's it's. That, it's yeah. I, I think I, I could be wrong in this. I think Bill Richardson has already been over there, and Bill Richardson is your go-to guy. Oh yeah, New Mexico, former New Mexico governor. By the way, most famous for having pardoned Walter White. Uh, during his term as that's, as governor, that was that was not, just disgusting. It's not, it was not very true. light on crime. Never, never uh, happened. He never, he never pardoned the fictitious character of Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Now how come how come his uh, health and human services secretary was Gus Spring? 
Why? You got me Tell there, me Chief. Why. You got me there. I can't really respond to that one at all. Um, but, Before you yeah, get Richard, Richardson has had success over the years. No, he's been a great diplomat. Are you kidding? Yeah, no. He said he's really good, really underrated. Yeah, yeah. So, did you ever so see? That, by the way, do you ever see that documentary about Holbrook, uh, the great diplomat? Uh, Richard Holbrook. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, it's very good. It's really very interesting, and it kind of gets into what doing that job is all about and why it's so important. It's it's very nuanced. It's very difficult. There's a lot of stuff you got to, you know, you, you got to have a great staff. You got to establish relationships. You got to know when to be a hard ass. You got to know when to let some shit go. It's very, very difficult. He had a very interesting personality. He can be quite truculent sometimes, but he was a very effective guy at his job and one of the best diplomats really in, in our country's history. You know, Britt, but before we run, you know, well, we can talk about the, the student debt thing on the next Brad and Brit cast because Wednesday, apparently Biden is going to um, say one thing or the other. The, the word is he's going to play the, uh, the, the $10,000 for people who make under 125000 will have that part of their, their student debt um, wiped out, which will be wonderful. It will piss off everyone in the country. Everyone. It'll piss off people who want student debt wiped out, and it'll piss off people who think they're getting a free ride when they people the other people didn't get a free. So, so we'll, we'll do that on the next one. But but this just came in, and it kind of fits in with everything else we've been talking about here. Certainly earlier in the Brad and Bridcast, IRS launches safety review after right wing threats. Right. Yeah. Um. Congressional Republicans and far-right extremists are lashing out at the IRS and the new funding that is a part of the Inflation Reduction Act, the uh, IRA, that's uh, slated to uh, start to beef up the IRS and get them to modernize and hire more people. Uh, There are 600 IRS facilities across the country. I guess uh, any of them could be uh, targeted by by wackos but you know what this reminds me of this What's reminds that? me of these stories and we've seen them over the past 10 50 whenever where some idiot gets pulled over usually it'll be in a place like texas and um the cop will say but you were blowing through a stop sign or or, or you didn't uh, obey the light or you were speeding and the person will get passive aggressive and say I do not acknowledge your right to say this to me, discipline me. You have no authority over me. Well, why, sir, says the cop. And the person says, I am a sovereign citizen. Sovereign citizen. I'm a sovereign citizen above and beyond the reach of any governmental authority. I exist on my own. I am an island unto myself. I am a sovereign citizen. And it's a whole movement. And, uh, Britt, you tell me whether a, a total attempt to, again, just like with the Justice Department in general, with the Trumpers and Trump himself trying to intimidate them into backing away from the rule of law and upholding uh, all of the, the uh, laws that Donald Trump surely has uh, broken – whether this isn't another outgrowth of that and the sovereign citizen movement of 
we don't even acknowledge we're, we're this close to these people all saying the IRS has no authority. And, you know, you can't arrest 40 million of us for not paying our taxes to a government that we do not acknowledge is legitimate, that is headed by a president who was not legitimately elected when the real president is being harassed banana republic style by an out of control politicized justice department he's down at mar-a-lago i mean we're getting close to that when you with stories like this because this this obviously is a an outgrowth of lots of irs offices and and you know you might have had somebody down the street from you and it's it's uh bobby uh johnson What's he do? Oh, he works for the IRS. Okay, he's a nice guy, cuts his lawn, kids go to school. Now, Bobby Johnson, everybody knows where he lives. And uh, just like that map, and you've seen it, you could go onto Google and find it real easy. You know, within a one-mile radius of your home, there are usually like 400 sexual predators right. in the system, right? right. Well, now it's going to be like that with IRS agents, okay? Within one mile of you, you know, probably 10 or 12 people who work for the IRS are there. Go get them. That's what's, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. And so now the IRS, I'm glad they're going public and letting everybody know that, um, that this, is, this is out there. Um, but if you weigh that against one state senator in Colorado saying, well, enough is enough. I'm going to become a Democrat. You've got a long mountain to climb here, Britt before sanity even anything close to sanity comes back into play well we're getting into that situation and this happened right after waco the words they're declaring open season on any kind of federal agent at all you're getting kind of into that situation yeah yeah Um, and it yeah so that we're that's like what 1983 84 kind of thing early in uh clinton's presidency janet reno yeah it was 93 94 yeah Elian Gonzalez. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who, was, by the uh, way, you know, he grew up. He's a uh, he's a great left-handed relief pitcher for the Dodgers now. It's <laughs> like Fernando Valenzuela. He's great. Let's, let's finish up with a little dessert. I like to always take a look at what's going on at FoxNews.com. Where there they go, right at the top. You have the DOJ tank team examining Trump Maralargo. Just below that, to the right, you're going to find the guys convicted of Gretchen Whitmer. So they've got a couple of stories that are going to be very damaging and very disturbing to the Fox audience. And to try to offset that, well, there's Nancy Pelosi's husband and his uh, DUI arrest. They've still got an update on that, Brad. So they're trying to give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a nugget to try to wipe away some of the bitterness of those top two stories at foxnews.com. And, and you'll notice... Uh, you'd have to dig pretty hard. I don't even think you can find it because I don't think it's in there. It's it's not mentioned the real breaking news from the last 24 hours, which is that for everyone who is claiming there was nothing there, it didn't matter what was there. And even if it was there, it was legally there. And uh, big deal, it was secure because everybody knows that when you have a storeroom with a lock on it, maybe even a master lock, the kind that they could shoot a gun through. Boy, those were great commercials. Those are, those still stand. It was a Super Bowl commercial, I think, wasn't it? Big time. They, they used that campaign for a long time, yeah. That was a good one. That, that was a good one. That that's at least as secure as the White House anyway, so what do you compl- – no. The answer is 300 documents at least, and that Donald Trump 
personally was rifling through them. <laughs> Brent, I can't seem to find that on the Fox.com news, news site there. Well, where, where is that story, Britt? Well, it's right. It's It's got to be near that Paul Pelosi thing because that's really the important thing. And then maybe that's right below it. I don't know. Right, right. Um, so, yes, you always have to remember that everything we're talking about here, everything we're talking about would be a foreign subject matter if you brought it up to uh, your friends that you don't have anymore, your relatives you don't speak to anymore, and and folks like that who uh, who you've you've uh, swept out of your life because <laughs> you can't stand being around them because they're they're living in a false dream world of of deception to to themselves and and the world. So I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. I had looked at that before. And I thought, oh, geez, you could do this every day. And I, but unfortunately, I deeply on the Fox News, there's a couple of op-ed pieces, some editorial pieces saying, everybody slow down as far as this being a banana republic. The, it's the yeah. government oh, working exactly oh, that, right out. I love it. They put up, they put <laughs> in there um, actual voices of reason, stuff that you could read in a, in a, a normal news atmosphere at the New York Times. They put it on the, but they put it so far down that no one ever sees it. That's correct. We, it see it. Yeah. we see it and it gives them plausible deniability. See, we just don't uh, show for Trump. We have people on both sides of this. Yeah. But the people who are on the correct side of it, uh, they're, they're sitting in a corner with a dunce cap and you call on them once every three weeks, teacher. Mm. Come on. Who are you fooling? 